Hey, it's Wednesday, May 17th, 2022. California's governor has proposed changes to the state's cannabis tax. Oregon's looking for some cannabis consultants. Groupon's getting into the marijuana game. And Canadian cannabis workers can no longer be barred from entering the U.S. So get ready. The marijuana industry is constantly changing with new laws, rules, and regulations. And whether you're working in the field or investing in it, you need to know what's happening. We keep you up to date by bringing you the latest information on the marijuana industry. So get ready, because this is the M News Now. This past week, the governor of California unveiled his proposal for an updated state budget, which, if it's passed, would eliminate the state's cannabis excise tax for cultivators. The excise tax would instead be passed on to the distributors. The new proposal would also revise where some of the cannabis taxes go within the state. The governor emphasized on Friday that he was specifically committed to finding ways to minimize the black market who are undercutting the legal licensed businesses. Governor Newsom's budget proposal still needs to pass the state legislators' vote with at least a two-thirds majority before it would be enacted into law. But Governor Newsom was still optimistic about his budget's likelihood of being passed. He said, We've been working very closely with legislative leaders, and we've made tremendous progress. California's Department of Cannabis Control's director, Nicole Elliott, said, We've heard from many of you who've said that the current cannabis tax framework is overly complex. She also said that the new budget's cannabis provisions would remove unnecessary administrative burdens and cost. Would you be interested in helping the Oregon Liquor and Cannabis Commission to draft rules and policies for the state? The agency is looking to broaden and diversify its advisory committee participants. Members will help implement legislative policies and update rules, as well as help set the program's direction and service subject matter experts. They're looking for interested individuals and industry representatives with varied perspectives, backgrounds, and expertise who help form new committees. Applicants should be aware that this is a professional commitment when considering to apply, and they will be required to meet several times throughout the year. The application process is ongoing now, and more information can be found on the Oregon Liquor and Cannabis Commission's website. In a sign that shows an ever-growing public acceptance of medical marijuana, major group coupon offer sites such as Groupon and Living Social are now getting in on the weed game and offering discounts for medical marijuana cards. Groupon offers are found in many states, including Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey, Florida, and more. Some of the biggest national medical marijuana companies are also involved, such as NugMD. The fact that these nationally well-known group coupon sites are getting involved with cannabis really indicates how mainstream medical marijuana is becoming, and that the coupon sites are seeing an increase in demand for these businesses. The National Institutes of Health is a federally funded agency which is officially jumping into cannabis research in relation to cancer patients. They noted that one in four cancer patients say that they've tried cannabis to manage symptoms and side effects of cancer and cancer treatments. The National Institutes of Health's Cancer Institute said that their purpose of the solicitation for research is to understand how cannabis and cannabinoids affect cancer biology, interception, treatment and resistance, as well as management of cancer symptoms. Researchers are invited to propose other research objectives within the basic framework as well. After years of civil litigation, U.S. Customs and Border Patrol has finally agreed to confirm in federal court that Canadian citizens who work in their country's legal cannabis industry will not be barred from entry to the U.S. 
Through the past four years, many Canadian citizens have been barred from entry to the U.S., but the basis for the ban has been inconsistent, and when asked why, only a vague policy reference has been given, but never clarified or confirmed. Davis Wright Tremaine filed a lawsuit in 2019 to identify that vague policy. In the years since filing the lawsuit, Tremaine and the United States Customs and Border Patrol have gone back and forth through the courts with no end until now. The U.S. Customs and Border Patrol lack authority to make any new laws or issue decisions regarding the United States laws, so they must rely on existing rules and laws. Ultimately, the U.S. federal court judge, Ricardo Martinez, found that the U.S. Customs and Border Patrol did not provide any proof to substantiate some of their rules for barring Canadian citizens. And now, the U.S. Customs and Border Patrol guide acknowledges that merely working for the legal industry in Canada is not sufficient as grounds for preventing entry into the United States. One thing to keep in mind, though, is that this is only applicable to Canadians who are working in their country's legal cannabis field. The U.S. Customs and Border Information Guide does give further caution that, because the cannabis industry is still federally illegal in the United States, that any non-U.S. citizens who try to enter the United States with the purpose of engaging the cannabis business in the United States may be barred from entry. The Davis Wright Tremaine attorney team cautions Canadian citizens who may be questioned at the border about their intentions to keep this in mind. That's all you need to know for today. Be sure to keep listening for the latest updates and follow us on themnewsnow.com. Later.